1: An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and
0: Sam Batesh,
1: where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL.
0: So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Let's catch up.
1: Let's catch up. I'm sorry about last night. I was still, I was still heartbroken for the Chargers. That's why I didn't answer your phone calls to podcast last night.
0: Let's 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 put a pin in your Chargers adventure because it, it just seems that that when you show up for those, it, it <laughs> I I'm and like,
1: it's, am I bad luck? What no. the heck is going on here?
0: No, you're not. It's good news for everybody watching, and that's what matters. But 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 I'm gonna I'm, we're gonna hold on the Chargers thought only because. We have to touch on the historic, most important. Historic nature of Brady versus Breeze, the buildup for that game, everything we thought it was going to be, that everything game. Everything we
1: thought we knew, everything that we thought we knew about the Bucs. We're, we're leaving last week's episode saying, oh gosh, you know what? I think that they're the best team in the league right now. I think that they might even be better than the Seahawks. All of a sudden, last night happens and we're thinking... What what were we talking about? We didn't say that.
0: Gone. it's just, it all, that's one of those bad tastes that you can't get rid of. That's just, totally. I mean, that one's going to stick for the entire week. I know they say- it's Let just me say
1: a- one thing too, yeah. besides just dogging on the Bucks and saying that they didn't play that well, I want to give credit where credit is due to the Saints who drew Brees, had an outstanding game. And I know that I have not been, you know, saying that Drew Brees is playing to his potential this season. Well, all that went out the window in that game because he threw to 12 different receivers. He he looked incredible. The entire Saints team really showed up last night, not only, obviously, on
0: and offense, but on defense. Nearly so, shutting out Brady. The worst loss of Brady's career, 35 points. And Brady
1: threw three picks in nine about- years. Brady threw three picks last night.
0: Not only that, when you look at what Tom Brady's able to do to this league and what's happening when he plays the Saints, it doesn't make any sense. He hasn't beaten the Saints, obviously, two losses against them this season. He's been sacked six times by the Saints in two games, seven sacks total in the other seven games he's played. That's incredible, not to mention five interceptions against the saints in two games and two interceptions against the rest of the league. Something's going yeah, on. Well, a,
1: a, that's like, important. Let me what I said. It's the first time Brady threw three picks in nine years.
0: That it, It's think about that. Think about it's what a crazy stuff. And like you said, last week we will wrap it up. Who's the best team? Who's next to the Steelers as the best team? You know, are the Steelers the best team? We're talking Seahawks. You immediately said, well, we got to talk about the Bucs. And you're right. The Bucs They are got
1: themselves the into such a bad... They were from, you know, like the fir- after the first half, they're constantly digging themselves out of this hole that they didn't even try to run the ball. I think they had like four rushing attempts, and one of them was actually a knee, so really it's yeah, like three. Was five total,
0: it was five total in the end, because that last one, was it counted, so it was four before that final knee. So five okay. total which is the least in the history, history of the game. How's that possible? With with Jones and Fournette, how's that even possible? But it happened. And
1: AB caught three passes.
0: There's a silver lining. But the <laughs> fact that game's done at halftime, I mean, Done, right? I mean, they're driving. at Brady, at least at in, in halftime, if they, if they produce something there, and instead the ball that just sails past Antonio Brown, who may or may not have been running the right route, interception to essentially end that. The fact that the Saints are kneeling at halftime, yeah, kne- the, the Saints are kneeling with a minute and a half to go in the half. I mean, that's that tells you everything you need to know about how that game went and what it. One thing that I thought ready, was interesting
1: today was that Brian Billick said on NFL Network, he said going into this game, I thought the, the Bucks were absolutely a Super Bowl contending team. But after seeing the performance last night, there's just no way. Now I personally don't know if I could go that far off of one right, bad performance now. in one bad game because I do think that teams have bad games and they can bounce back and get get, you know, get right back into it. We've all seen teams do that, but I thought that was a little bit of an interesting nugget. I think he just said, to our and to what he's trying to say is that they, he just never expected to see that performance out of that team.
0: No way. No way did we expect to see that. That game was supposed to be down to the wire. The funny thing is the three games before it all came down to the wire, and that one didn't at all in any way, never in doubt. And I'll say this much, going into the game, the Saints— had a 39% chance of winning the division by all the metrics. And after the game, a 62% chance of winning that division. And and I'll stand by this as much as last week. I, I didn't know exactly. I told you the only reason I picked differently than you heading into that game was to support my opinion when the season started. Oh, was right. that the win the division and the bucks wouldn't make the playoffs that I, I, you know, whether I was being bold or ridiculous in that moment, I thought it heading into the season. And the only Maybe way.
1: You're Mr. Damas. I,
0: Perhaps Nostradamus, but I will say this much. As far as a you know, crystal ball, you going to a Chargers game means well, that's that— that's what it, I was saying. i gotta, so I got to find a way to play. get
1: myself on, like, this Buck saints gig because I'm teetering the sideline every week wondering am I going to be going to the Chargers or the opposing team here because it always comes down to one possession. I made the rookie mistake. You know, I was like, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dress up a little bit for this game. I'm not going to wear tennis shoes. I'm going to actually wear like a little bit of a heel yeah. in that moment is yeah. it's coming down to that final drive. I'm thinking how in the heck am I going to get over it? Cause I was originally stationed at the Raider sideline thinking that they sure. were going to win. Yeah. And I'm thinking how the heck am I going to get over to the Chargers sideline within like 25 seconds to go grab a Chargers, you know, do my Chargers interview. Um, so I obviously have the winning team and I'm not going to make that mistake again because this poor Chargers team is snake bitten and they cannot, they Can't get out of their own way and they can't win a game. And it's too bad because they are hands down the best team
0: with the record that they have. It's I don't understand how the Chargers have only two wins. It doesn't I make It's
1: sense. mind-boggling.
0: If you watch Herbert, if you watch week in and wake out, He's a if you stud. Watch Keenan Allen, it doesn't make sense. With Keenan, Keenan Allen, Allen and had over a
1: hundred Her- receiving yards yesterday.
0: Justin Herbert had a, two touchdowns.
1: Before that, every game he had three, three or more touchdowns. It's just the one silver lining I can say for the Chargers is that they have such a bright future, because, I mean, for example, Justin Herbert had over 300 passing yards yesterday. He's one of the most exciting quarterbacks to watch, if not the most exciting rookie quarterback to watch this year. He's he's a stud, and unfortunately, they can't find a way to win games right now. But that's not going to be the case for long.
0: I don't and think the final pass to Parham, which looks. Like the so
1: game. I, was actually, I was right there and I'm thinking, <laughs> I, I'm literally in that end zone because that's where they have a station and the mean, only but... thing I can look at, I'm like wait, are both his feet in bounds? That's what I'm staring at and I'm like, his feet are down. in bounds. Yeah. Then I am the looking about. back and I'm like, wait a minute yeah. here, did he maintain possession of the ball? And at first, the Chargers, that big, like they have this big like firework thing that goes off when obviously they score a touchdown, they had sure. it go off and it made me jump out of my skin. I'm thinking, wait, what the heck? The Chargers come out and start celebrating as if they had won it was so heartbreaking for them,
0: and then it felt like, the like her. It goes under review. It just look. Herbert played yet again well enough to win a game. I actually, you know, the catch rule again is becoming a bit of a thing. It's becoming a bit of a thing. I'm not quite sure. There was there was a touchdown pass by Gronk where the ball is tipped, and it land, and it lands in his hands in the end zone, and he takes a step. And then the ball is knocked from his hands. And I've, you're wondering, is it a touchdown? It's not, okay, he's got possession. It's good to go. No problem. There's the Peters interception in that Ravens-Colts game where, mm-hmm. okay, enough feet down. We're challenging this. Was it a catch or was it not? Ends up being a catch for an interception. And then Parham gets his knee down and you feel like, okay, maybe he caught it in, in the end zone, much like Gronk. It's going to be, nope, the ball came out and so it's not. So I don't know what I want that rule to be. I want common sense to just always prevail, but it cre- that doubt crept into my mind again, where I was wondering, could they call that? A, you know, they called it a catch on the field. Maybe it won't be overturned. But it, is it through the process of the catch? Do you have to go to the ground? You know, it's still all those questions still come flooding back into your head in that moment. And of course, it didn't go the Chargers' way. How did that happen, Taylor? I mean, just
1: how? honestly, it, is. <laughs> it really so heartbreaking just seeing it every week week in and week
0: out. But maybe next time. uh, All right. But listen, so so to cheer everybody up right now, Indeed.com. Listen to us here. You listen to Let's Catch Up anyway. Let them know that Blue Wire and Let's Catch Up sent you a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed. With a free $75 credit, Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get there right now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through New Year's Eve, December 31st. All right. One more thought, Taylor. And it's kind of Tom Brady related. But Bill's Mafia? Certainly, certainly Bills Mafia, the AFT East. Catherine, the fan, the Bills fan that continues to listen to Let's Catch Up and comment with us constantly, she is extremely fired up at what she saw against the Seahawks. I'm not sure there was a more surprising outcome. Obviously, Sunday Night Football, the fact that the game went the way it did was something we never would have expected for the score to be like that but for the bills to dominate the seahawks all day long up and down the field in a game where russell wilson is making plays where dk metcalf is making plays i was stunned at that score and the fact that the seahawks never quite got it within striking distance yeah i kept expecting that to happen and the bills each time had an answer this is this is such a different Buffalo story than what we're used to. No,
1: yeah, it really was. I was excited for him.
0: Uh, it's 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 a remarkable. And then, of course, what you see with the AFC East on Monday night, the Patriots. What what is going on there? I mean, I mean, four losses in a row, which, which, which was. I mean, hello, so close. Joe
1: Flacco. Hello, Brashard Perriman. Two I
0: do think do that you know, we've seen Bill well.
1: Belichick smile as many times as we've seen Joe Flacco smile over the years, and. <laughs> We saw him crack a few smiles, and I couldn't believe it. He and there he was. He there he was throwing went. balls that were perfectly thrown, spiraled, beautiful passes down the field.
0: Just But then the long
1: interception
0: cost him in the end. I mean, yeah. really, it's inexcusable to start the fourth quarter with that interception all the way down the field. I mean, that's a shame. And and we wanted we just we wanted something different there. We thought this was their moment. Here's the Jets. Get off the schneid, get the zero out of the way, get that first win, send the Patriots to five, send Belichick to five losses in a row. And no. 51 yard field goal. Finish the game. It would not happen. And the Jets certainly are marching towards 0 16. Trevor Lawrence, who knows what this means for Sam Darnold? I mean, this is. The, the Jets is—they're they're a rough watch most of the time, but Flacco certainly gave us he has everything. a little bit
1: of excitement into it tonight for sure.
0: Oh, there's, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. All right, Taylor. Before we go though, there's something we have to do because there are some very interesting games coming up this week. Now it's not littered with incredible games up and down, but there are two that stand out. And so, yay or nay, Taylor. The Rams will send the Seahawks to their second loss in a row on Sunday. Seahawks and Rams, yay or nay? I'm going to say nay. Really? I'm going to say
1: that the Seahawks bounce back. Russell Wilson always seems to have the Rams number. I think that they're the better team. The Rams, obviously, have had an extra week to prepare. They're coming off of a bye, but they didn't look good last week.
0: The Rams have been an interesting and difficult team to follow this season. It's not made a lot of sense. The Miami game made no sense whatsoever for the Rams. Frankly, so much of that Bills game didn't make sense when they were getting destroyed 28-3 to through that game before they came back and eventually fell to the Bills. But the Rams are an interesting story. Because they're so inconsistent and because they have... been hard to know what you're going to get. Been and fallen, I'm going to say yay. I'm going to say the Rams make this... I'm going to say they make this NFC West really interesting and find a way to beat the Seahawks. And you're right. The Seahawks have been a thorn in the Rams' side for sure. But I'm going to say that the Rams find a way off the bye. So I, I will go with yay on that one. But another game, certainly. And and we, and we saw plenty of... Oh, Do you? Give it to me right now. What do you got? I'm ready. I'm ready. Sunday
1: night football. Ravens mm. go to Foxborough play the Patriots, you know that the Patriots just skimmed by the Jets, so they're going to come out angry. The Ravens haven't really looked that good. Can they go into Foxborough and beat the Patriots on Sunday night? You know,
0: I'm going to say I'm going to say yay that that the Patriots have really shown us who they are, including including this game where they squeak by the Jets, but, but the, the Patriots... Not only are they missing Brady, defensively, let's not forget about all of the defensive players who opted out before this season started. The Patriots are not just a Tom Brady, Cam Newton conversation. The Patriots defensively, I mean, Flacco looked like he was four years younger playing the Patriots defense. There's something going on there. The Patriots are not quite. Belichick is losing his mind for what is happening with this team defensively. And and that's what's scary. And to me, it feels like the Ravens, who weren't quite clicking on all cylinders, losing at halftime against Indy, finding a way to finally win a game for Lamar after losing at halftime, which he hadn't done. So that that was fantastic in the comeback. But there was a sputtering aspect to what the Ravens were doing on Sunday. This feels like a get-right. This feels like a get right. This feels like a showing the Patriots where they are and where they belong in the ranks of the AFC at the moment. So that that's how I see it. What a yay or nay for you here on on the Ravens getting right against the Patriots.
1: I'm gonna say yay. I think they can do it, but I just still don't love where this team is at right now. What they look like. I don't think that the Mar is playing great. He's holding onto the ball longer. He just doesn't seem. He doesn't seem like an MVP quarterback like he was last year right now.
0: Sure. I mean, look, it was going to be tough to follow that season up regardless, right? I mean, you're talking about a historic, one of the most in the history of the game, we will remember that MVP season for Lamar Jackson for what he was able to do, for what he was able to do with his arm, with his legs, and also with his team through that regular season. That was simply spectacular. That running attack... And Ravens I'm not saying it's something season. that
1: they can't it's get like back crazy. to. I think they could definitely get back there. I just I'm not seeing it right now.
0: And that's and that's fair. That's that's totally fine. That's totally fair. But it's it, I feel like New England's the right opponent at the right time for the Ravens. Not to okay, not to mention for you. Oh, give it to me. All right, let's finish up strong. What do you got? What do you got?
1: Yay or nay. Andy Dalton will be the Cowboys starting quarterback next week.
0: Wow. I will say, I'm going to say nay. I'm going to say, nay because, I'm going to say nay because Gilbert played very well. I mean, Pittsburgh is, is a dominating, daunting defensive opponent, a, a, a team that, that is that really is as good as their record. I mean, they've been tested in numerous games, and, and that game was supposed to be so lopsided. And Gilbert played.
1: Th- he played was, outstanding. He, he revitalized that offense,
0: giving them the more energy
1: and more just,
0: I, I, I couldn't believe something. it. You sent something. It there. was he spectacular.
1: Said. And the fact that Jerry Jones came out today and said that no questions asked, Andy Dalton will be the starting quarterback when he's asked, when he's back. I, I'm thinking, what? How is there not a little bit of a quarterback competition
0: going on there? Interesting. I, I I liked what I saw from Gilbert, no doubt. And and it's not to say and, and and Dalton, Dalton. Look, Dalton in the game that Dak. Look, when Dak was injured, what Andy did coming back there was outstanding. But in the Monday night game against Arizona, yuck. And again, the Washington <laughs> game, it's tough to judge because he was injured. But that Arizona game, yuck, yuck. yuck. I mean, that was really awful so so unfortunately we'll we'll remember that one for andy right now and 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 so and so we will simply we we don't know the answer there but nonetheless we will catch up again soon taylor it has been wonderful to do it yet again uh another tremendous game on the horizon for the ravens that we will all be watching simply can't wait let's catch up let's catch up